You're listening to Sunday Reflections on Gripped. So this is the first Sunday in ordinary time, as we uh, would say. So it is the. Uh, it's still at the beginning of. Uh, of I suppose as we start reflecting on the public ministry of Jesus. So in the first weeks, uh, as I have been reflecting upon, is really the calling of the apostles, uh, the first introduction of the apostles to Jesus, and then uh, as it goes to the. Um, uh, the uh, the, the, they they follow and they encounter him. And they they move from from John the Baptist to Jesus, and then they start moving with Jesus. And then eventually he calls them um, to be fishes of men. Now, as I've said last week, this is is probably uh, there's a little bit of time involved in this, um, which I think is 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 a good way. It is nice to look at the gospel passages and individual passages. And, and see the miraculous work that Jesus does. And we should never really discount that because that is the reality. Um, the supernatural reality is there. The miracles did happen. We have absolutely no reason to believe that they didn't or that it was exaggerated. I mean, the historical proof is, is overwhelming um, that, that, that this actually happened. Uh, but at the same time, uh, as in our own lives, if we put all the highlights beside each other, all the highlights of our lives, um, it looks like we have the perfect life. However, for most people, I would say life isn't perfect. And there is difficult times, there's hard times, uh, there's good times, there's bad times, and all these kind of things. But we're just focusing on all in the good times. And that's, a sp- I think, is a little bit of a difficulty or, or a real risk uh, nowadays with things like social media, Facebook, Instagram. We highlight the good things, only the good things. And uh, and why we do that ourselves? We look at other people and we see, oh, these are only the good things. Uh, they, they have a good life. Everything is perfect for them. See how much fun they have. They're on holidays again. Um, I mean, their life seems to be anything I want to be, you know? It's look at celebrities and stuff like that. However, we don't really get the real experience of life. And... Um, for the for the, the it's a little bit the same in the gospels uh there's a lot of things i'm sure that happened in between that we might not be that much aware of or at least time comes in between so for the disciples to get to be acquainted with jesus to start to be followers of him to spend time with him and to be ready when he calls them um because that's how it works more for most people in in in, in our lives here now as well it is not that oh um the some that are just called instantly grace works conversions miracles great things no for most people it is a long it's a long time that it is in the making um, and i've been thinking of um, saint dominic the founder of uh, the order uh, dominican order um, that uh, that he spent 10 years in a parish on a small little village on a hill uh, because what he was trying to do wasn't really working out, he thought. And then suddenly, things turned around. And in five years, the order was flourishing all around Europe. And even St. Dominic's went to his early, his, uh, his early but his uh, well-deserved reward in heaven. So that is where we are. The disciples have, are just starting to follow Jesus. They have been called last week. Uh, and it's just this, but the passage before this in St. Mark's Gospel. And now he comes back to Capernaum, or he goes as far as Capernaum, where it seems to be the home base, more or less, because it is where uh, Peter, Andrew, James, and John uh, seem to be from, or at least seem to be operating from with their fishing. Um, this is, he comes back, and as soon as there's a Sabbath, he goes in 
the synagogue and teaches. So we, we can still, we still, we straight away see that Jesus, um, the Sabbath is central. And the Sabbath is central for a day of, of, of teaching and learning uh, and is a day dedicated to God. And that is, I suppose, something we should really for this fall Sunday, the day of the resurrection, to really keep that in mind, that Sunday is a day of rest. It should be a day that is different a day in which we do different things, but also where we make some time for God. It's not just a day of doing nothing, but I mean, that's where we, well, ordinary, I suppose, uh, go to Mass, to pray. Um, it might be good to take a little bit of the, the readings, maybe read the Gospel passage of that Sunday by ourselves, or the, the bigger, the chapter, so kind of see in which context it is, which also usually prepares ourselves for the next Sunday just to kind of give God a bit of time as well, as well as making it a day um, that is different from the other days to a certain extent. So the, they are saying that he taught them with authority. And authority is something that can be given to somebody, I suppose. Um, like a king can have authority because um, he is uh, he's appointed king or he's inherited it or something like that. There's an authority and a power that comes with him. But, but for Jesus... This seems to be different. It's not because of his birthright. It's not because he's in high standing. He was born in a manger. I mean, he was not born as part of uh, a royal family, um, naturally being set up to be a ruler. No, he was from Nazareth, which was way up in the north. Um, and he had no uh, natural, uh, natural. He had no, um, he had no right to, to authority by uh, by how he was uh, how he was born but it came natural because authority comes from the person so either it comes from the person because the authority has given but in jesus's case it is natural so it's because he is god that's where the authority it comes ex or ex exousia um in greek it comes from um who he is and that is what touches us and that was what we have to open our hearts to so when I came to Ireland um, all these years ago, I didn't believe in God. I didn't know much about God. I went to the whole scientific research and, and came to the conclusion, yeah, it makes sense that there is a God. But it was then when I was encouraged to read the Bible and encountered the Word of God. I said a few prayers each day. didn't know much about prayer, but I said a few anyway. Um, and uh, But I started reading the Gospels. And that kind of touched me. So as, as the, the people in Capernaum were touched there by Jesus, um, and it cuts them to the heart, and they, um, uh, they, they, they kind of wonder, what is this? What is this new teaching? Who is this person? It's just because of that encounter. But it is the word of God that was spoken there by Jesus is the same word that we encounter in the Bible. And it's not just that that word on the page, it's a living word of God. And that is the supernatural element coming in again. It is that the, the words of the gospel, the words of the Bible are different and they have a different effect on us. When I started reading the Bible, uh, my colleague and friend who, who, who engaged in this, this whole discussion and process, he kind of really, um, he said to me like, okay, just start doing this, start saying a few prayers and read a bit of the Bible, but look back over time. Because again, as I said, things happen over time. Most of the time things don't happen instantly. Relationships grow, things develop. I mean, directions become clear. So over time we can see, 
and doesn't have to be years, but I mean over weeks or months. If we look back we can see the effect it has, because it is not always that clear, because it's slow, how God works in our hearts most of the time, but it has a profound effect. And if we, if we persevere and allow that to happen, then we, uh, uh, we can really be transformed. So that is some elements of the gospel. Um, just one little thing, when he uh, cast out the devil, it is the word that, uses, that Jesus uses. Again, the power of the word, the power of his word. Um, people hear it, they are touched, he speaks it, it changes things, affects things, and then it spreads, and that is what still is happening. It spreads because people hear it, and people are transformed, and people tell about it, and to a certain extent, because of uh, it's God, it kind of, um, the word goes out, and uh, uh, changes other people's, bringing them to Jesus as well. So just a few random thoughts, I suppose, to a certain extent, about this gospel, um, to really kind of pay attentive to the word and how the word works, but to be aware that the word works slowly, and that we have to be patient. That it is not just about the highlights, but we just have to do what we do diligently and well over time.